0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Friends, today's scripture readings about leprosy, one taken from the book of Leviticus, and the other from today's Gospel from St. Mark, couldn't be more appropriate, as today we commemorate the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. On February 11, 1858, the Blessed Mother appeared to a young peasant teenage girl named Bernadette. And through her, Our Lady communicated to the world its need for conversion and healing. Healing because all of us have been disfigured by sin. And conversion because by only turning to God can we be made clean. There are two ways we can look at the law of God concerning leprosy. First, as a disease. Therefore, to require those who with the disease to quarantine so that the disease would not spread can simply be seen as a wise and charitable practice. This is why the ancient Jews also had laws prohibiting the eating of non-kosher foods like shellfish or pork because it was considered medically dangerous at that time. But there is also a spiritual symbolism to leprosy. The disease that afflicts the body symbolizes the disease that afflicts the soul. Conversely, the healing of a bodily disease symbolizes the treatment of spiritual diseases. When one is afflicted with leprosy, it does not destroy the body right away, but instead it disfigures it. The body can become so corrupted that certain parts of the body would simply fall off. In fact, leprosy disfigures what is perhaps our most identifiable, most beautiful, and holiest part of the body, namely, the human face. Well, that is exactly what sin does to our souls. It doesn't just disfigure the soul's feet hands stomachs and legs it disfigures the face of the soul which is what our ability to understand others to know and to love others to love god and to know god that is why demons always attack the most beautiful and holiest things the saints Reverence for the Eucharist, the womb and our power to procreate our striving for virtues and our courage. Demons even attack the Blessed Mother. Because nothing is holy to them and they want us to be like them, cynics and skeptics at holy things. They use beauty to tempt us to ugliness. They bait us hook, line, and sinker with attractive things in the same way that a fisherman may use an attractive worm to catch a gullible fish. If sin did not look like it would be fun, we would all be saints. The devil is a good strategist. He knows exactly what will tempt each of us. And that is why we have standards of judgment. That is why we have principles and moral laws and discernment to guide us. This is why we have the sacraments such as the Eucharist and the sacrament of reconciliation to assist us. All of these are absolutely necessary for us. And that is why the devil wants to make us believe that morality, the teachings of sacred scriptures, the teachings of the church, and God's commandments are simply choices. Or if we try to live by them, the devil wants us to believe that we're passing judgments on others or we're being prejudicial. And that our beliefs... And our moral system are simply opinions and my values and your values. Instead of them being true and universal values. And so yes, sin causes spiritual leprosy. It disfigures the soul. And unless we turn to the divine physician, we will cherish. We will perish. We will perish both body and soul. Fortunately, God deals with our sins in the same way that He has dealt with them during the time of our Lord and during biblical times. How? Well, first of all, we are called to admit to the truth. We must allow the light of Christ to shine on our consciences. We acknowledge that we are spiritual lepers, that we are sinners. Second, We articulate the truth. We speak the truth. We go to confession. We go to the priest who represents Christ in the same way that we would go to the doctor for leprosy, in the same way that those who were with leprosy were directed to go and show themselves to the priest. Third, we would enter into some sort of a treatment medication. In spiritual language, we would perform penances and we would avoid the near occasions of sin. We would strive and do our best to change the way we live our lives, to cultivate good habits instead of bad ones. If we know that we get sick over certain things, we would watch our choices and our behaviors. We would leave our previous lifestyle. We wouldn't, we wouldn't dare go back to our human family unchanged to spread our spiritual leprosy in the same way that we, would, we wouldn't go back to our families and friends if we were sick. We would cut off those things that would lead us to sin. This is what Christ meant when he said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 29, quote, "It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna." We would amputate those things in our lives that leads us to sin. Everything from subtle sins like pride to more obvious sins like pornography While the disease of leprosy is one of the ugliest diseases that ever existed, sin, mortal sin, is much uglier than leprosy because it corrupts the soul. The most beautiful thing we will ever see in this life is the soul of a deeply committed saint. And the ugliest thing we will ever see in this life is the soul of a deeply compromised sinner. Leprosy of the body reminds us of what sin looks like in the soul. There are many reasons why people have been going to Lourdes in France since 1858. Some go because they are curious about all the miracles that have allegedly taken part Lourdes. In fact, there are currently over 700 confirmed miraculous cases, but still, there are thousands upon thousands of unconfirmed miracles and of physical and spiritual healings. Two years ago when I was at Lord's, I can personally attest experiencing a profound spiritual healing in my life. And that experience has left me to this day in awe and gratitude. While I can't fully explain to you what happened, I can tell you that I left Lords a changed person. I left Lords a different priest. Don't get me wrong, I've always loved our Blessed Mother. But after that experience, I truly felt the love and the care of Our Lady, of our Blessed Mother for each of us. Christ came into the world and died for us. He took out the leprosy out of us and unto himself so that we might be healed and might have an abundant life. That's the legacy of the miracle at Lord's. It's more than just the physical healings that happen there, as profound as those things are and will always be. But rather, the miracle of Lord's is our profound supplication that all of us not only seek healing in our body, mind, and spirit, but also we seek the strength and the courage to go on with life, to reject the glamour of sin, to keep going, to persevere, trusting in God, even when life appears to be cruel, challenging, and unfair. As we honor Our Lady of Lords today, let us seek her intercession for healing, for peace, for ourselves, for our world, and for the strength to be courageous, to reject evil, to persevere, and to always turn to Christ. Saint Marie Bernadette, pray for us. Our Lady of Lords, pray for us.